Well, hello, it's Karen Derby Cradle here, PhD, Australia's premier couples counsellor. And this is the Why Are You Here podcast. With me in the studio today, a couple of lovely people who just want to work things out for the sake of love. Please meet Egbert and Phil. Egbert and Phil. Why are you here? Um, <coughs> so, uh, hi. Um, I f- feel that um, Egbert, um, he, he's lovely. I, I, I love Egbert to death. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't feel that way about himself. I'm so sorry. For the way I feel about myself, Phil. I'm a monster. I'm a bad person. And, and we're going to be moving in together soon. Mm. And, and I, I can't... I don't think Phil should be living with a monster. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's some deep self-loathing going on here that I'm picking up on. Oh, it's justified. I'm a bad person. Mm. I'm a bad person, Karen. Well... He, he really isn't. He's, he's lovely. Uh-huh. What are the qualities that you like about Egbert? Phil? Well, Egbert, or Eggers, as I, as I mm-hmm. call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just sweet. He's, he's adorable. He, he cooks for me in the morning. Oh, I, I cook what I want to cook. I'm a, I'm a psychopath. I'm a raging, crazy asshole in the house. It's, mm. it's insane. I'll, some mornings I'll, I'll wake, I'll, I'll wake Phil up with the breakfast I've made for him. I'll go, hey, honey, it's okay if I wake you up. I've made some eggs, and so mm-hmm. I know it's your favorite, and I don't know if it's his favorite. I just, uh, I ruin his day from the start. Wow. <laughs> I, I love eggs. And he, when he says eggs, he makes, like, eggs benedict. Like, he's made the holidays oh. by hand. It's it's amazing. You don't have to lie to me just because I make the eggs. Mm. I'm a malicious person. Mm. I'm a bad person. Yeah. I, I don't know, Phil. Do you think you're a good judge of character? Yeah, I I, <clears throat> I think he's the sweetest person I've ever met. But I I mean I don't want to upset his sense of self. Like if he if he feels malicious, then maybe there's something there. But I've never noticed any ill intent behind anything he does. Hmm. And and Egbert, how does that make you feel? Worse. I mean, you know, like I. Someone, we don't even know, we, we haven't even scratched the surface of what I'm capable of as a horrible person. You know, there are so many things that I could be doing that maybe I just don't know about. There are things that maybe I, I think about for a split second. I could, you know, I, do you know any bugs I've killed? There was this oh. one time, um, there was a, there was a seagull. I was at, I was at the park and we were feeding seagulls chips mm-hmm. and, I could have done more. There was one seagull that was bullying the other seagulls mm-hmm. and, and, you know, was taking the chips away from them. And I I could have done more. I could have actively fed the other seagulls, but instead I just threw the chips. And that seagull ate most of most of the chips, at least 80% of them, and the other seagulls went hungry. Mm. If that's not the act of a psychopath crazed madman, I don't know what is. Did you also think about eating the chips yourself? No, I would never. The, the, the seagulls needed it well, well more than I did. 
He's still upset about a seagull mm. who went a little bit hungry when he was a child. He's the sweetest, most lovely, caring person I've ever met. Mm. And I wrote it in my sin diary. I write all the sins I do. Mm. Like right now, I'm I'm talking, you guys could be talking and solving your own problems, but instead we're talking about me, Karen. We're talking about me. And... Egbert, 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 Egbert breathe. Egbert, breathe. Egbert, a couple is only as strong as the two individuals that make it up. You're one of those individuals. And I'm ruining it, Karen. I'm ruining it. He might be a monster for all I know. I've never seen him do anything monstrous. Um, I once saw him save a drowning baby scorpion. Um, I got stung so many times. He is so caring, but he still feels guilty that he mightn't have put the scorpion on the right side of the lake. What if it had to go around the entire lake and starve to death, and it used all of its energy on the poison it mm. put into my veins, and I had to go to hospital so I couldn't bring it back around the other side? What? No one would know who he was? What if it was got lost, and a bird picked it up and ate it, mm. and didn't have any poison left? To defend itself because it was all in my bloodstream. Mm. What if? What huh? if? What if? What if? What would be the worst what? case scenario? Okay, the scorpion didn't reach its family. The family found out. And then um, they hold me responsible for killing... The, the scorpion, which I did in all intents and purposes by saving it from the river, from the lake. And then um, and then they come over and they say, hey, guess what? Our son's dead. And I'm like, yeah, well, ah, ha, ha, ha. And I laugh like an evil monster and I kill them all. And then, and then I, I fall out of the hospital bed, which I've taken away from someone who needed a heart transplant because they needed the heart transplant. But no, I had to get stung by a little baby scorpion and almost die. That's my own stupid mistake. And then I get stung a hundred more times and take up a hundred more beds and everyone dies and it's my fault. The end. A story by me, Egbert. He had a chest infection last year that got so bad, uh, he had to go to hospital. He refused to get antibiotics because he was like, what if the antibiotics cause a super virus or bacteria? Uh, it's bacteria, right? That antibiotics fight. Yeah. And he was like, what if I kill all the children in the world because I took antibiotics myself this one time? I think that's a valid fear. I actually think Thank that you. fear is justified. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, look, I'm not going to I'm not gonna um, validate all, all your fears and all your insecurities, Egbert, but when there is one that I do think is justified, you better believe it. I'm going to tell it to you straight. Thank you so much. That's my job. Now, Phil, what are the inner complexities that have brought you into this pairing? I don't like mean people, and Eggers is the least mean person I've ever met. I just wish he could stand up for himself. I, I, I wish he didn't feel so apologetic, and quite frankly, I'm happy about everything in this relationship. I just don't know whether whether I'm supposed to be supportive of his sense of self-identity, of being this 
Machiavellian figure that he sees himself or mm. if I'm supposed to help him. Um, otherwise, I don't think we have any problems. I, I'm generally happy. I'm just concerned. What do you like about the relationship? What works? Uh, everything. We have a good time. We laugh. We have the same interests. Sex is great. Sex mm-hmm. is amazing. Sex is great. I think it's the best sex. And you have no problem being selfish in the bedroom, Egbert? Is that... I am completely unselfish. In we become one. We don't even use a safe word anymore. We wow. We become one being. That's a lot of no, trust. No language but the physical language of love. And I feel like m- my horrible self melds with the beautiful self that is Phil and we become one pretty normal person. Mm. Um, I'm I a would human say maggot for all <laughs> intents and purposes. Mm. Well, that's... We'll uh, get back uh, to Egbert, that. We'll get back to uh, Egbert uh, is a neuroscientist. I'm a neuroscientist. He's uh, trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's. I'm not doing enough. Mm. I mean, I mean, depends how much you're getting paid, I guess. Like, if you were doing it for a modest salary, yeah, maybe. I I get paid an awful lot. I'm I'm talking like a, a seven-figure salary, but I donate ninety percent of it to charity because I don't deserve it for what I'm doing. Only, I hurt people for a living. Even if you were getting two million a year, your work it's sounds more, more very valuable. It's it's more, okay. It's way more. Well, all right, okay. Well let's just say, you know That's all I have to say about that. This deep conviction of being a monster. Now objectively I think you can see. You can see that you do good things. What if what if they're all for like self fulfillment, for 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 to make myself feel good? What if I'm just mm. doing it because I think I'm going to get into Christian heaven? Like Mother Teresa. Like Mother Teresa, mm. exactly. She or was Gandhi. A, she was so so self interested. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. Are, are are they the only reasons you're doing good things? I don't know. I never thought about it past just being guilty. Well, it sounds like they're not the reasons because they don't make you feel good. I just, I just, I just want the world to be a better place, and I and I think it would be better if, if I did everything I could to mitigate my negative impact on the planet. And and I don't think that living with me is going to be fun or enjoyable because I make high taste, high protein, high carbohydrate, beautiful meals for you when you don't ask me to do it. It's so good. He's such a good cook. Mm. You know, <laughs> most people would consider those. Kind gestures for their partner. But again, like, what if I'm just doing it for my self-interest? What if I'm just doing it because I know you want that the recognition. Phil has to love me? What if I'm doing it because secretly I'm a secret asshole, and every night when I go to sleep, I dream s- crazy dreams about world domination and, and 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 ruling over people, and the only reason I do kind things is to blare that out or to get to some evil ends. And then I wake up when I'm 43 and I'm, and, and like all these people owe me something and I, and I just bring down the entire civilization of humanity with like in one week, in one week, 
What if I could? What if I did that? And then I think, thinking I could do that, that's thinking so highly of myself. What's wrong with me? I'm crazy. Dude. Oh, what if you didn't do that? What if you didn't do that? What if nothing happened in your life? What if your life was boring? What then? What then? If it was boring, that would be lovely. Would it? Or do you want to be bad so that you're remembered? I haven't really thought about that. Maybe. Yeah, just an idea. Anyway, um, I think we've heard enough out of you, Egbert, for I'm now. I'm so sorry. Um, there's the tissues there. Uh, Phil. Phil? Phil. Yes. What are you all about? What are you all about? We haven't heard much from you. Uh, uh, such as, well, what? what do you what do you like? What do you dislike? What are your hobbies? What what do you do for work? What do you do for a crust? Okay, well, uh, of course I I like Egbert. Um, y- yes. And uh, for work I uh, am a researcher. Uh-huh. Um, and. Uh, hobbies uh, include, you know, the normal things, uh, film, um, uh, CrossFit. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I like f- uh, to go out for dinner, um, nice places. Um, and you you do all those travel. kind of... Right, travel, travel. Well, that's a I don't believe you. I don't believe you when you tell me what you love. Well, well, I don't really love any of those things other than Egbert. Ah, your life has become managing Egbert's incessant apologetic nature. Apologetic disorder, we call it. It's a formal diagnosis you can... I've never heard of it before. I'm so sorry. Mm. Phil? Yes? I want you to tell me what your life would be like without Egbert. It would be lonely. Egbert's brought so much joy. Um, I, I really was quite lost before meeting him. Um, you know, it was just an endless stream of, you know, night clubbing and work during the day and get to the weekend and, um, you know, hanging out with friends and, you know, traveling, you know, for a few months every year. And um, I don't know, I guess I was working on that novel. Um he so never finished it because of me. It wasn't because of you. It was awful. Oh. I'm, 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 not, I'm not a writer. Ah, I see a sadness in your eyes when you, when you speak of that novel. Some grief. Um, Have you really processed the letting go of that dream? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it was the wrong direction for my life. Um... But uh, yeah, you know, there 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 are challenges. I certainly, I uh, were talking about dreams earlier, and I mm. I certainly have been having a reoccurring dream lately. Oh, um, that we're we're going to see a musical, and Egbert uh goes in, but I have to I have to wash my hands, um, and I. The paper towels keep coming and coming, and he's waiting for me in the theater, but the stream of paper towels won't stop, and then I've got to find the manager to tell them that 
all the paper. Egbert, you're, you're crying. You hate your life because of me. No, I don't hate my life because of you. You're I'm the paper towels, clearly. No. I just keep going and I never end. Mm. But we're here, we found the manager and we can deal with these paper towels. I'm the manager. I'm the manager. She's going to fix things. I'm going to fix things. And she'll probably say, stop pulling on the paper towels. They never end, you idiot. Oh, I'm, I'm never going to stop pulling on them. I'll tell you what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, you know what? Those paper towels were installed incorrectly. So much so that when you pull it, the corner of it gets stuck and latches onto the second towel and like a big chunk comes. You, yeah, that's what happens. And you know whose fault that is? The paper towels. Mm? The paper towels' fault. Everyone knows that. Yeah, it's the, well, it's the dispenser more so. So, yeah. Like, yeah, I was going to say the manufacturer. Now, what does the manufacturer represent in this scenario? Me. Me. Incorrect. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. It's a society. That that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It made, okay. society made you. Okay. Mm. Okay. 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 That, that, is that good? Is progress He said good? okay. He didn't say sorry. He said okay, which is the next most passive step up from saying sorry, but a step nonetheless. You're a little bit less passive. Okay. Yes. This is good. Okay. 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 Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Could, could this be called a breakthrough, Doctor? Oh, it is more than a breakthrough. I this is more unpre- than a breakthrough. unprecedented in one session. Wow. I mean, I've only just met you and yet my methods, my way of challenging what's effectively going on in your brain, this apologetics disorder. I have I have used my skills, my skills in a weekend course on Symbolism in everyday life. It's uh, it was a weekend in Dalesford that I did a couple of couple of months back. It's great. They like they give you food. It's only it it's like three hundred bucks. You get a Whoa. certificate at the end. Uh, it's called analyzing symbols in everyday life for for registered psychologists. Yeah, so that's what I'm I'm drawing on right now. But yeah, so I think it's great that um, yeah what, I've what? used that to actually force you into this this miraculous breakthrough. <laughs> what, what sort of symbols? Oh, um, usually household items and things that uh, service items. So, paper towel dispenser, perfect example. Ah, okay. So you were told in that course that a paper towel dispenser symbolizes society. Funnily enough, <laughs> yes. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Actually, it was a it was a half day on that alone. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's because what we're doing is working with recurring symbols in people's dreams. So, so this is from the data. This is from data collected over 
decades and decades of research. You'd know about that being a researcher, Phil. Well, I, I just, because, I mean, there's that dream we share. There is the dream we share. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You tell the first half. I'll I'll take over halfway through. Well, uh, my high school science teacher steals our penises. Mr. Derbyshire. Mr. Derbyshire. And what does he do with them? Then he puts them under um, two separate little um, fez hats, and there are three of them, and he goes, uh, guess which one yours is under, mm-hmm. and he moves them around really fast. Yep. And in our dreams, we, uh, we're like on our own in the dreams, uh-huh. uh, and we always pick the one with each other's penis underneath, and then we look down, and we've got each other's penis, and we wake up, and we're both holding each other's penises and we scream at the same time. And then I usually apologize, but I guess from now on I'll be saying, okay, okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's great. Uh, just a quick question. Um, are the penises vastly different? I'm or? circumcised. Ah, uh, okay. And also mine bends to the left slightly. Uh, okay. And I have a, a lump. Right. Yeah. And is mostly uncircumcised. Mostly. Um, he doesn't know the science teacher involved. Uh, I just know his name is perfectly. Yeah, Mr. Derbyshire. Yeah. You knew the name in the dream? No, no, no. Oh, you just I just asked described who, the who this guy was. Who he was dreaming about. And I was like, that's Mr. Derbyshire. Mr. Derbyshire. Yeah, okay. So, um, were there any... So, uh, just um, in the stealing of the penises. Okay. Yeah. the stealing of the penises. Did Mr. Derbyshire use um, any household implements, say, I don't know, a knife and fork, a, a, um, a, um, tongs? Uh, he uses, uh, you know, those scoops you use for ice cream. <gasps> but in my dream, they're freezing cold. And in Phil's dream, they're boiling hot. Oh, my. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, I'm, this, I'm is, sorry. this is very... No, stop. Oh. No. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. good. <laughs> you see, this is going to sound really weird, but we spent another half day on ice cream scoops. Wow, well, that's and and this is a three-day course. So I feel I feel like something more powerful than us has brought you two here to me today. Me having this new knowledge of of um. The symbolism of household objects. Mm. Getting hungry. We could we could order some Uber Eats if you like. I could cook us some eggs Benedict, but I, I'm sorry. Uh, I think but we've had enough of your eggs Benedict, egg, but how about some um, Juanita Peaches burgers? Uh, I don't know what those are, but they sound great. Yeah, that's what I want. So okay. we should okay. get that. Yeah, right. sure, mm. sure. Okay, yeah, I'll just. Um, All right. Yeah. Oh, is this? Yeah, they're they're coming. Great, thank <laughs> they're you. They're coming in fifteen minutes. Um, okay, all right, all right, all um, right, all right. Back to the. We're ice. both vegetarian. Um, I'm so sorry. It's t- too late. So, uh-huh. I'll eat it anyway. Yeah. I'm. Um, okay. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Very good. Very good. Very. A good. What? Sorry. Very a good? Very 
Ah, uh, good. Oh, are we meant to Bless you. copy? Thank you. Yeah. Are we, are we, are Actually, we're meant yeah. to repeat? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> please, okay. please, All please. Right. All right. I was gesturing. A very. 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 A good. Ve- a good. Very good. Very. Very. A good. A very. Wait, wait, are we supposed to say it with you or after you? We should all say it together, together. as a chant. All right. A very. A good. Very. A good. Very. A good. I do feel a bit happier now. Same. Okay. Yeah. That, that was great. Okay. Okay. Great. That was great. Vibrations in the chest. Thinking about ice cream scoops and meat. So what do the ice cream scoops mean, Karen? Well, 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 Egbert, what do they mean? Let me just consult my notes. And why am I in freezing cold? Why am I in boiling hot? I've just got a, it's, it's um, a six-volume booklet that wow. we were handed out in the course. I just have to turn to the one about ice cream scoops. Phil, honey, um, I'm so glad we're here um, fixing me and fixing us. Fixing us. I know. Uh, yeah, ice cream oh. scoops um, relate to bullying. 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 What does the hot, the temperature difference mean? Well, the cold actually means that you were bullied. Oh. And the hot, oh well, that actually means that you most likely were the bullier. Good thing mine were cold. I'm a bully. Oh, I was bullied. I was bullied. You were bullied. I was bullied. You never told me you were bullied. I was bullied. Oh, really? wow, wow, wow. Wait, is this a memory that's just come back? I've got a memory that's just come back. Oh, God. What it's happened? A bu- I was bullied. By who? Everyone at school. Oh, no. I'm having wow. a flashback. Oh, dear. Oh, God. Was it horrific? Did you? I was in year six. Could you give some details? Of course. Mm. I can give you more than details. Mm. I can tell you everything about it. Please do. I was in year six, and I came to school, and I bent over to pick up a tack on the floor that someone had put on the floor, hoping that the teacher would step on the tack that they put on the floor to, to get the teacher to step on the tack. <gasps> and there was the tack on the floor that they put so the teacher would step on the tack. And I, and I reached down to get the tack on the floor that was for the teacher's foot. Mm-hmm. And my pants split open, wide open, up the back. And here's the thing. Um, my family not only knit sweaters for each other, we also knit, knit underwear. So oh. I was wearing my knitted underwear. Oh, that is weird. And I forgot about m- the underwear. It was Monday. I and have so to wear it sometimes when I'm visiting. I'm so sorry. Oh. I mean, okay. Uh, that's um, right. And yeah. it was Monday, so I was wearing my um, my Monday undays, and that's yep. what it said on the back. And and everyone laughed at me so much that I pooed myself. And then I fell forward onto the tack that was for the teacher to step on the tack on the floor. Mm-hmm. And my face went into the tack for the f- teacher that was on the floor, facing upright for the teacher to go into it. And it hit me right in the forehead. Mm. And I started bleeding from my head. And then I passed out. And then every I woke up and I got expelled. Why were you expelled? For tax reasons. Also. <laughs> my family wasn't paying tax. And so we weren't allowed back to school. <laughs> that's not a thing that happens. Not anymore. In the 60s, it was. Wait, the 60s, that's way too late. I'm sorry, but <laughs> you did mention that you're not yet 43. Um, um that's just how, I guess, I have don't you know. Forgotten your, have you become so passive that you've actually forgotten your age, Egbert? Is that what's happened? I based my years off how old my mum was. Right. My mum was in her 40s. 
during when I got expelled from school. Why don't we talk about how Phil was a bully? What's that about? I don't think I was. Phil? I don't... don't Phil? Phil? You had the hot scoop, Phil. Well, I... Phil, the scoop never lies. I, I, I was homeschooled until I was 15. Um... And then? And then I, I went uh, to public school um, uh, for years and 10, 11, and 12. what did you do there, Phil? What did you do? Well, I, what have you blocked out? Um, so, I, uh, I, I grew up in the country. That's why I was homeschooled uh, in uh, very rural uh, Northern Territory. Um, um. Uh, my parents run a bed and breakfast in a town of about 30 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually they decided I, I moved in with my aunt for the last few years of school who lived um, in Alice Springs. And I don't know. I remember it took a little while to get used to being around other teenagers and so forth. But I think. I think I largely got along with them. I don't. Yeah, oh, this is very disappointing. I. There was one kid. Um, oh. Who. Who bullied me. Um, um. But just like a little bit, like. Would call me the homeschool kid. Um, oh. No, that's uh, not really. But. But we, we sort of became friends. Actually, we, mm. we um, uh, you you you've met Henry. Yeah, Henry. yeah, Henry's great, isn't he? I, l- I I'm gonna have to admit something horrible. One time, I felt jealous of Henry. I'm so sorry. I mean, hey, hey, okay, <laughs> okay. Hey, you shouldn't. Don't you backpedal? I'm trying not to, ma'am. Backslide. I'm Do not backslide. Okay, okay. Don't call me ma'am. <laughs> Karen's condescending. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now, this is an exercise that I want you to take away for homework. Okay. okay. O- I'm okay. Yeah, he, he's okay. Thank you, doctor. I'm still so proud of you. And me. But, m- yeah, you. I'm, I'm mostly proud of you, you, Karen. I'm proud of you. Aw. It means a lot when my, my clients give me compliments because sometimes you just don't sometimes you don't know if you're really helping you know what I mean I think you yeah. have and I don't really believe in a lot of this stuff but I, I think you really have helped <laughs> I'm so sorry um, mm. uh, it, look uh, you know sometimes it takes us a while to get used to new methodologies new frameworks of thought yes Oh, I, I, I'm open to it. I, no. I'm just surprised that it works. Mm. All right. Well, okay. So I'm going to give you give you a little homework exercise. All right? All right, gents. Yes. Is that is that condescending? I, I don't feel so. But, but you, you, you sometimes feel condescended. I don't. I, I deserve any belittlement anyone throws at uh, me. Okay. All right, boys. Yeah? Is that... Okay. Um, <laughs> you uh, made him happy. Oh, okay. All right. Little tiny boy. Baby, baby, baby Mama. little egg. <laughs> Good. Mm. Huh. 
Oh, that's not, that was a nice <laughs> moment. <wasn't laughs> you two it? stop flirting. <laughs> I'm so I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, <laughs> you know sometimes mm, sometimes the boundaries are not so black and white in these relationships in these therapeutic relationships. Sometimes it it helps to to push them. Do you, you know, Phil and I met in a threesome. Yeah, it was um, it was beautiful. It was great. Mm. Um, we, st- we were both at a different end of the person in the middle, and mm. like Lady in the Tramp, we met in the middle and kissed. Egbert had no idea that uh, he was into men at the time. Oh, what? I just didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I d- I don't know why s- we skipped over this earlier. Uh, can we? Can we delve deeper into your origin story next week? Of course. All right, now before we go, this is my homework. You keep interrupting me. I'm trying to get to the homework task. Ah. All right. Now, I want you to go home. I want you to draw a bath um, for you cold, for you hot. And I want each of you to sit in the bath to accept any bodily noises that may arise, to um, imagine imagine yourself walking down a staircase, a spiral staircase, and when you get to the bottom, or you you might like to make it a water slide if you find that more fun. Hmm? Yeah, water slides are fun. Hmm, That's great. Um, Now, when you get to the bottom, I want you to... Really feel that you've come to the root of your personalities and sit there and and explore and see what's there and see what kind of desires, see what kind of values sit there. Yeah, and and don't make any judgments. Don't say this is good, this is bad. Just observe. Just observe. Note it down and, and bring back your list next week. We're, we're, we're making a list. Uh, yes, yeah, separate lists. Okay, I, I thought you said draw a bath. Um, by draw is an old-fashioned word for run a bath. Oh, sorry. I think I'm. I think okay. we're. I All think right. we we so grew we up in a, a different year. So we run a bath and or imagine did they not we're on a water slide. Teach that to you in homeschooling. No, sorry, I, n- that I was never a bit, heard that term. That before, was a bit sorry. of a dig. I've, I've never heard that term before. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so I'm really bad at these visualizations. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so, um, I couldn't help but noticing that Egbert, um, it, are you, are you punching Phil's dick? <laughs> it's a thing we're into. Hmm. We both love it. Yeah. Okay. And no judgment. No judgment from me. I'm a non-judgmental therapist. That's right. That's right. Now, no, okay. I'm really into ball torture. No judgment here. Now, as I said, you'll be... It's an amazing dom. You wouldn't think it. Hmm. (laughs) I'm okay. Mm -hmm. Do you guys go to um, the Dragon Den? No. That's where I've seen you. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, but we wear masks. I recognise your, your shapes, though. Yours, mm. the CrossFit shape, and yours, 
a little different to that. A little different to that, indeed. Mm. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. 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 All right. Okay. 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 So, we good with the homework? Yes, ma'am. Sit in a bath. Get in touch with yourself. In your mind. Slide down that slide. Feel what's there. Observe. Take some notes. Bring the list back so, next week. So, we're writing okay. in the bath. For practical reasons, do it after. And please, I insist, do not bring your phone or an iPad or a laptop into the bath. Okay? That's my duty of care. Okay, but I will be baking some toast. All right. Well, um, our Uber Eats is here, so we better wrap up. Um, thank you, Egbert and Phil. Thank you, Karen. Uh, thank you, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Best of luck. Do you prefer Karen or Dr. Karen? Well... My full name is Karen Debbie Cradle, so you Dr. can call Cradle. me any of those names. K- Dr. Or PhD. Can I, can I call you Debbie? Sure. I like Debbie. <laughs> sure. Debbie, it's sassy. Mm. Why are you looking at me? Everyone you, you called agree? me. Do you agree that Debbie's I'll sassy? I'll agree with whatever you tell me to agree with. No. Uh, I'm so sorry. Is Debbie okay? I hope she's okay. <laughs> Let's check in next Debbie, week. Debbie, are you okay? Okay, bye. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Our Uber is here. <laughs>